Welcome to the Questionable to Return podcast, where three lifelong friends discuss Wisconsin sports and more. Now, here's your hosts, Andy, Mike, and Pete. Hey, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of the Questionable to Return podcast. I'm joined with my good buddies, Mike. Hi, everybody. And Pete. Hey, hey. We are back again. We get a Packers victory. The Philbin era brings in a win. We'll talk about that a little bit more later. But first, I do want to talk about a topic where I found a new vice. Thanks to you, Mr. Daly. I hope I'm not blamed for this later. Of why did you introduce me to the terrible, terrible world of sports betting? Yes. So to be fair, I did have a different vice. I kind of dabbled in cryptocurrency trading, as terrible of an idea as that is. I was there too for a little bit. So I, I'm doing okay. No, no huge losses, but it, I felt like it was a good, good time as any to try something new. And, and you talking about your parlays here and parlays there. I'm like, hmm, maybe I do need to give this a shot. So I put a a dabble. We'll dabble in it a little bit. So mm-hmm. tell us a little bit more about how we got here and what device or mechanism we're going to do the sports betting. So I've been using my bookie for a little while. Just referred you to join that. Yeah, uh, I did. A, I did a little look about different like sports betting sites, and like I looked at sports betting. Eg, I think is one. And what was that other one that we were talking about? Bovado is a big one. Bovado, but I I did not like Bovado because I went to go click the join link and it had a four hundred four error, which kind of is an alert to me. That means the FBI is currently there putting <laughs> computers into boxes that say evidence so, on them. So I thought maybe that was probably not a good idea. So I avoided that one, and I was kind of just done doing research and finding one. So I just joined, jumped on the bandwagon that, that Mike's already in, and I joined today. I didn't like they wanted to give me they wanted to give me some nice bonus to do. They were going to do a match on a dollar for dollar, but you told me not to do that. The bonus money sounds great in theory, but it makes things much more complicated when you want to cash out because you have to roll over the bonus money like 10 times, meaning you have to basically bet 10 times the amount of money you're putting on there initially. So that sounds no good to me. Yeah. So basically they're just counting on you betting and betting until you you lose all the bonus (laughs) too. Which which is probably what's going to happen to be honest. Yeah. You watched me lose a parlay on a... Missed Steelers field goal <laughs> at yeah, the end of regulation. Good old Charlie yeah. Brown. He, yeah, he got the <laughs> Charlie Brown. Lost and the ball was just gone. <laughs> I needed the Steelers to win to cap off my money line parlay. It looked so good. The weekend. Like Juju got that pass along the sideline, got down to what, the 12? Hook and lateral. Yeah, hook and oh. lateral, great. I just thought, too, how could the Steelers go and lose to the Raiders? At this point, the Raiders are just playing for a better draft pick, right? Probably the same way that the Patriots went and lost to Miami. Yeah, this was a bad week for uh, confidence pools or or, uh, suicide pools, especially the Patriots, Steelers. Those seemed like locks. Yeah, I wonder if anybody lost on that Kenyon Drake scoring on the, like, what, triple lateral? Yeah, that play that never works but worked in exciting fashion in Miami. So we got a referral, like you referred me to my bookie AG. Got in there, worked 
phenomenally. And then I went to go put money in. And mm-hmm. like I said, I had a crypto account. So I just moved some, trans- transferred some Bitcoin over. Yeah, that's over one of that. the big pluses of it. You can use Bitcoin. And then I was super excited to put some money in on, I was going to throw just a quick money line in on the Rams Bears game. And then I got a hold that this transaction, a bit for Bitcoin transfer, was going to be, tw- what is it, 24 to 72 hours. So I was not allowed to get my money into my bookie AG just yet. Thank you, Coinbase. Thank you. Oh, so this was Coinbase. This wasn't my bookie. It was not a my bookie thing. Up to 72 hours to transfer the money in. You have not heard my voice because I'm so confused. (laughs) Uh, Pete, don't worry. We'll corrupt you soon enough. Either that or he'll be the smartest man of the three, just yeah. letting us all go bankrupt. Yeah, the smartest man by not joining. Yeah, yeah that's what I'm what? saying. Like, <laughs> you're just going to be the one looking pretty at the end of this. Watching me scream at the TV for the Chargers and Steelers to win to finish off my it's very humorous. money line parlay, which started this morning with Real Madrid and Gareth Bale, a goal all day of just sweating out sports to just lose it all in the final play because of the of final the game I bet on. Stupid kicker. I, I do like it a little bit, the idea of it. I mean, I do like our fantasy um the questionable to return fantasy bit that we do here again keeps me engaged to the different games um i in our big 14 team actual fantasy uh full season redraft league uh i think maybe for the third or whatever time i did not even make the fantasy playoffs and i'm not even i don't even care too much because we have all this other stuff going on so i'm like oh maybe sports betting in addition to it sounds like a great idea it's probably going to be a bad idea but it should be entertainment i'll tell you what you will not regret it, at least when the Super Bowl comes around. The most fun thing is just looking through <laughs> prop bets? hundreds of prop bets and oh, yeah, probably picking wrong on most of them. But just looking through them is like half the fun. Because, I mean, of, of three fantasy teams, I mean, talking going back to like kind of football and something else to kind of keep your mind into or make things a little bit more exciting. So we have a dynasty league that Pete and I are in with some friends. Um, I got a first round buy, so I don't have to worry about this week. Um, we had our fantasy redraft that we do every week. We'll talk about that a little bit later, the results of that. But then our, our big 14-team league, I'm not in it. You are Mike, right? I am Mike. I am in That's second. His <laughs> That's his name, yeah. <laughs> no, I just... Yeah. I, you are in the playoffs, right, Mike? Yes. I am correct. the two seed, and we structure ours like the NFL playoffs, so the one and two seeds get buys. Yeah. Pretend we're the NFC Minus two teams, yeah. fourteen team league. So I I wasn't. I mean I I made dabbles into the the top six, but never could sustain it. So I didn't quite make the top six. Pete actually had a really good run. Pete, probably should have made it. Pete has probably the all time what if. I have an amazing <laughs> team. Pete might have the best team. I had a three week stretch where I made a lot of bad choices. I started Tannehill over Luck. I st- I benched Demarius Thomas, and then he had like a touchdown and 100 yards, I think. Lost that game, and then I had kicker problems, and now as you, we all heard in the Pinchy Bowl. Now you got you have Philip Lindsay, you got McCaffrey, McCaffrey Luck, you got Ertz. There's got not many Ertz. good tight ends, and Ertz going crazy. Landry almost had a cycle today. <laughs> Landry's throwing touchdowns, He's running getting touchdowns, carries. Yep. He's doing everything. Hitting home defense. runs. Mr. He's Cleveland. doing everything. Yeah, I uh, my team's a juggernaut right now. You would be a very scary playoff team. I missed out by one game. If if only. It, yeah. You know th- what was that series that NFL films used to do? The missing rings or what? Was that series the Bills. Of, 
there's that series about the teams that are like the biggest what ifs. You might be on Dolphins. there next year. Yeah, right? yeah, probably on there. Like the nine, I know the '98 Vikings were one that they won 15. I'm Dan there. Marino. What if with Mortensen wouldn't yeah. have missed that? Oh, what if Pete? What if Farb didn't throw that interception for the Vikings? <laughs> what if? Yeah, yeah. Maybe even I, I thought my team was even not too bad going into the season, even throughout most of it. But I I stuck with Jordan Howard for the first part of the season for way too long. Should have made that move. I just couldn't get anything pulled together. But I had, I had a, a juggernaut team of Todd Gurley, Tyreek Hill. Just, I mean, Brita, I should have put him in a lot sooner. Well, I struggled this week in our leagues, in our three-person fantasy contest, because I've tied my hopes to the Saints, which I've also done in our league all season, and the Saints have decided to not be good at offense anymore, <laughs> right. so I am sure I'll be bounced from the playoffs next week. Good thing I got that bye. Get me in the final four. I plan to lose by about 40 next week. Yeah, Drew Brees is like, you want me to be MVP? <laughs> no, 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 no. I'll make sure you don't do that. He is done with MVP. That is that is a young man's game. Give I, it to Mahomes. I thought Michael Thomas would be a good pick, and he did okay, but not quite what we hoped. And I took two Saints. Whoops. Yeah. Woo. I beat you guys again. So... Hopefully we'll get some more betting stories along the way. Um, you'll get to hear my ventures and in, in dabbling in the the new sp- sports betting world. So it'll hopefully be some funny stories. We'll let everybody we know when we start donating blood for gambling money. <laughs> right. So one more thing before we actually jump into the the real podcast topics. Did anybody see the Cowboy Oliveira and Gunnar Nelson fight where with the bloody head spout? Yes, I saw it. Um... Guess which guy I bet on? I had Cowboy <laughs> Oliveira. I didn't see it. Oh, we got to see it. He has not seen it. We'll give what? you a, a live reaction. Oh, yes. So, okay. So I did get it ready. So what, what round is this? This is the second round, and Oliveira had dominated round one. Yeah, he okay. almost finished him off. He was doing ground and pound, and Gunnar Nelson basically. Cowboy, right? Oliveira. Yeah. Cowboy. I know it's confusing. I don't like that there's yeah. two cowboys in Me UFC. Yeah, they but, do that. But Gunnar Nelson basically was saved by the bell pretty much. He was he was in rough shape. His face was pretty beat up. Yeah, cause you see, you'll see the blood right now as the start of the clip. That is Gunner. That is Gunner's blood right yeah. now. So we're on, not even to top? the top. We're not yeah. even yeah, Gunner's okay. on top. Gunner's right. on top. Cowboys on the bottom. Gotcha. And hopefully this is at the right spot. So we'll we'll go from here. So for those of you at home, we have we're at the spot of the clip with Cowboy on the bottom There's with Gunner over the top. 203 into the second. Yeah, we, can, right. we can tweet out this uh, video. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. So, all right, so here we go. All right. Okay, yeah. So Kind of rolling around on the so, ground there. Yeah. yeah, so. Typical ground and pound. So Gunner Nelson's in real good position. Yeah. He's, yeah. Just, he's really controlling this aspect of it. He's oh, in, oh, and there's oh, a quick no. elbow. Quick elbow. He's got him. He's <laughs> Elbows in, are sharp. Oh, oh. Gets, an, gets another one. He's got him mounted. Oh, he's, there's another one. This is not good. And as you can see from his face, choking him out. There is the oh tap. Oh my gosh! And it is just there's a lot. It, there oh. it is. There's the shot. So they show the slow mo replay of it getting right e. to the right to the right it, to the like right above the nose. It looks like it looked like his head was a faucet. And it look is at that. Just oh my god! Look at that. Onto the it's canvas. Like a, that it, is it's really a, bad. It's a bubbler of blood. Look at that right now. It looks oh like a horror god. film. Yeah. I once had an elbow to the head. Did that happen? Did um, it split open like that? It split Did your open face fast. fall off? Your head bleeds a lot when you get cut. 
Well, if you think too, that's that's sharp. The elbows are sharp. Elbows are sharp. Yeah, I, came, I had one. He came across, especially coming from a trained killer like that. Like a trained killer getting you an elbow those, to the face. Those, that's that he had two of them. Those yeah. elbows are vicious. Like that that shot oh, right there. Oh man, no. Also, gotta, take into take that. into account how fast your heart. That's beating. worse than Alex Smith. <laughs> I don't think the Saw series, the horror film series, could have done this justice. I'm trying to mock it up like this, like this is real life. And I'm you over know, his face. I why, bet on I bet on that guy. That? So I'm yelling, "Don't don't tap. You're fine. You're gonna you're right about to turn this around <laughs> any second. <laughs> no, but, like, he's he's losing consciousness. But get some he's patrol- lost the leader of, leader of blood. Get petroleum jelly. Just get it. Get a blot. I was surprised how oh quickly God, they, they did boy. have it stopped. He still stood up there for the the, yeah. the, the decision. Yeah, when yeah, the, re- they, they, the ref they though, the ref was immediately like, as much oh, as I've God. ever seen a ref like frantic for a doctor, like rushing the doctor yeah. into the into the octagon. It's like the polar opposite for that boxing match, <laughs> where uh, the Wilder Fury, where <laughs> where he got got knocked out like a, a was a quick right and a left. And, yeah, and he did the the cutthroat. Like yeah. This is over, and he got to what to the four count, and he's popped up. Yeah, all of a sudden his eyes came awake. <laughs> he's alive. Yet another one. Guess who I had bet on there? Wilder. Andy, <laughs> you sure you want a sports bet? I don't know. Maybe I'm not good at it. I am up money over the last. That was like, a draw, right? Month. It was a draw. So for I got some my, reason, I got Fury my, gets knocked down twice in that. Well, and Wilder. So, so Wilder Fury won. won more rounds. He definitely outboxed him. Yeah, but, but knockdowns are huge. See, yeah, I actually thought it was a draw when I watched it because yeah. I I had oh. a I thought it was about seven to five in, in terms of favor of Fury, but then when you take two ten eight rounds, that puts it at one thirteen one thirteen. Yeah. So I actually thought it made sense, but some people thought Fury won even more rounds than I, seven. I still kind of like. I think Bill Simmons talked about this a little bit, where he believes title fights should get a five judge panel. I think that's a great idea. That way, if one goes rogue, yeah, you kind of said they should have a. Got up. They should have like a person at home, even right, watching get, on TV, because well, you can see you see the fight. Well, they've said yeah right. that that sometimes the judges are sitting actually in a bad spot to really judge a fight. That yeah, it's it's yeah. harder to boxing so corrupt. Yeah. <laughs> hey, hey, it's the biggest fight in a while. It's a yeah. It's a draw. They have to have a rematch. Remember the last biggest fight in a while? Triple G versus Canelo. It's a draw. They're gonna have to yeah. have a rematch. Huh? <laughs> it's funny how that happens. Shocking. I'm sure it'll be another draw. We'll just have another rematch. Yeah. So moving on, we wanted a quick. We're not going to do any corrections today. No, I. We I, can all we can all breathe easy on the podcast. Yeah, I'm letting you guys have a week <sighs> off. The the correction department was too busy working on other things. Yeah. And what are those? The Questy Awards, the oh. first <laughs> annual Questy Awards. Cue up the Questy music. So it's basically going to be the best of Wisconsin sports from the past year from 2018 so then these will be so, a, so do we have those defined i so mean the, i'm on the podcast i feel like i should know this but i'm no. gonna ask it out because I, so I don't know the only the example we can give is athlete of the year is one that's for sure that's going to be like the best picture category i think it'd be good what about what about best play yeah so or best sports moment so all, everything else is still up up in the air if anybody wants to Ooh, write in and we need submit some fan interaction I feel. ideas but I feel it but that has been talked about best play best moment biggest win stuff like that uh coach of the year i think joe yeah. philbin's now the front runner for that so he's <laughs> easily, probably on easily. there joe philbin so yeah. yeah if anybody has coach any bud. coach bud eat craig, your heart out coach bud and craig council would be a good debate i mean you couldn't really put any other coaches in there so can't think of any 
Yeah, so. Yeah, Council, Bud, eat your heart out. Philbin's undefeated. That's true. He's You had that streak at the beginning of the year, Coach Bud. Philbin but has no. the highest winning percentage in Packers and NFL history. So <laughs> that's pretty tough to top. But basically, we'll once we finalize the categories, which should be by next Sunday, yep, we will release it on the website where people can vote. It'll be all based on fan voting. We will not just pick winners. We need your help. So even for topic choices, do we want them to write in right now about yep. topic choices? Yeah, so in the next week they can write in. So I think we could do the mailbag, right? So you could definitely suggest the topics in the mailbag, com slash mailbag. How about any like the Facebook or Twitter? Should we do QTR awards? Sure. Hashtag. Hashtag QTR Hashtag. awards. It's easy to search that for us then. Yeah, and, and let us know if you have anything you think would make a good category. And then, yeah, I think a week from now is when we want to start the voting, and it'll last through December. And okay. then our first episode of 2019, yeah, we will we'll have a, maybe we'll have a special Questy Award episode. Maybe we'll do something like that. Yeah, maybe maybe Just we'll do, one episode is the Questy Award. Maybe we'll do it New Year's night. Oh, at like three in the morning. Sounds like a everyone. It actually like sounds a really, like a really fun half idea. in the bag. <laughs> I like that. We all wear tuxedos. Yeah, I don't care about the results. These are my Questy maybe Award we'll, winners. Maybe we'll do this live on YouTube. Champagne. Oh, man. oh we got some. Hmm. So, <laughs> so yeah, so I think we're going to drive, I think, now that now we talk about this a little bit, I think we're going to drive them and have voting. We'll be on our website, so yeah, stay tuned for a little bit of that. But we really do need your guys' help, guys and gals, to help us come up with some of the top categories. And then, you heard two. And then, definitely, uh, yeah, and then definitely check in on the website and vote. Pick your favorites of uh, Wisconsin Sports 2018. Interesting year. Bucks and Brewers some pretty good moments a lot of fun stuff so so we did have a couple questionable comments in mail Um, the first one's from Peyton from UG he asks what do you think about the Amari Cooper as a cowboy well I think it makes Oakland look dumbfounded because they traded away and part of it i don't know if it's Derek carr issue or whatever else but if Dak prescott can make him look all pro yeah well, it speaks a little bit yeah. more to the maybe the system it was but even but he was before gruden that he was still wasn't performing that well yeah it's nice though of the raiders to send um defensive player of the year to our division yep. and then yeah. um uh now all pro uh wide receiver to, to our conference, conference. Nice. so thank you raiders uh he does look like a completely different player right. in Dallas. Yeah, he had uh, 22 catches for 280 yards and one touchdown for Oakland. Right. And then once he got traded, he uh, yeah, it's been. He's had uh, let's see, I think he's had more than this though. He let me check. He's had these two two monster huge games. games that really stand right. out. The but, Thanksgiving but and today. He had three touchdowns going into today. And now he has six. <laughs> yeah, and so so I do actually feel. Big. I do feel even better now. I mean, I didn't like the trade for the Cowboys originally because I thought that well, one their their season seemed to be going in a much different direction at the point when the trade happened. Yeah, that looked to be a a better than a top fifteen pick. Jason, now it does not look like now it's past like a yeah. it's in the second half of the first round. I'm I'm much and even now with the performance, I think I'm much better with that trade. I think it actually looks yeah pretty good. Jason Garrett was on the hot seat a month ago, right? And now they're 
you know, going to win that division, it looks like. Well, that, de- that defense looks fun- like the, amazing. Their linebackers are very legit. Well, that Van Der Esch, like Van he Der looks Esch to be took, like the rookie defensive took, player of the year. They took that Jalen Smith. You know, he was projected as a first-round pick in that draft a couple years ago, and he got hurt, and he fell to the second round. So basically they just looked at it as we're getting a uh, first-round talent in the second round, so it's almost like you're just picking for the future. Like, hey, we're – trading a second round pick for a first round pick next year if you look at it that way because he missed the yeah. whole year with a knee injury yeah. and then they're stacked at linebacker they still have sean lee who's always banged up he's playing on and off but cowboys cowboys yeah, yeah. Defense looks five good. in a row they're making the push at the right time yeah, yeah. they're well, gonna the be m- dangerous how the muddy have fallen though philly Oof. right yeah they're uh looking as good the, as the Packers. this right season now. i want to say they have the worst i think they have the worst season after a Super Bowl winning team in NFL history. Don't quote me on that, but I thought I heard somebody mention that, that they're... Well, corrections department will be back next week, oh, so... Oh, no. They'll check that out. <laughs> it is... Well, I'm going to stick with it right now. I'm going to say, like, I think their season coming off the Super Bowl is probably one of the worst in NFL history. Yeah, and it sounds pretty bad. I know they've had a lot of injuries, especially the uh, secondary has been really banged up, but it's so odd that... They win a Super Bowl with Nick Foles and then follow that up with being a completely mediocre team. Like, I don't even get how that's possible. Yeah, I don't know if the defense isn't quite near as good as it, it seemed to be last year. I mean, they did. Uh, Jay Ajayi was injured, so I mean that. And even Corey Clement didn't seem to be overly healthy this year, but still. How did they steamroll the Vikings in the NFC Championship game and then beat the Patriots and with had, Nick Foles? I mean, Elshon Jeffrey was hurt, but they. I mean, they seemed. I don't know. I don't know. Like you have Nelson Aguilar and you bring in, I don't remember the receiver's name from Detroit off the top of my head now. Golden, Tate. Golden Tate, thank you. You bring Golden Tate and I, I just don't know what to do with him. It just seems disjointed. Well, I guess to answer Peyton's question, he's looking phenomenal for the Cowboys now. So I'm assuming based on the question, you're a Cowboy fan. So enjoy, enjoy the postseason. Yeah, we will not get to that. enjoy such things. Yeah, you never know. We're still yeah. in. We're Don't still start. in. Don't I'll look at you, that. Pete. All right. Nick from, uh, I think it's from a little town in Bethlehem. Oh, oh that's just think so. nice. I'm not sure nice. where Bethlehem. I'm sure there's a couple of them. Right season for that. Yeah. So he asks, which NBA player, or he, she, I don't know, might be a she, Nick. Oh, could be. I'm not going to judge. Nicole, yeah. <laughs> Nicole. So which NBA player would be the favorite in a one-on-one game of 21? So I guess this depends on which rules are being used. It's kind of tough, yeah. Are three-point shots so, worth two? One and two for points? I think that's how you do it, right? Sure. And, yep. And then, so we're just setting our own rules here. So, okay, yeah. make it, take it. I don't like make it, take it. Do you like tippins? How about, how, about we give, how about you give a player for each? Make it, take it, player, and one mm, Okay. where you alternate possessions. Well, maybe I would pick the same guy for both. So... I think if if it's just strictly one on one, I think I would pick Durant. And uh yeah. Yeah. He just seems mostly complete on defense and shooting and can drive and can do a lot. That he is my he didn't look that good Friday. We caught him on That's off true. night, but Durant's also my pick. I bet it is. What do you, you got? taking who, you, who home, would you take? The hometown hero. So I think I'm gonna make it take it, I think I would definitely pick Giannis, especially right now. Oh, I thought I, he was I, gonna say Delhi. <laughs> yeah, no. Enjoy that Cleveland. No, my my pick would be Giannis right now, and I make a take it format. 
I just think he's a pretty complete player. And I think would en- I would enjoy watching whoever he's playing, just dunking on them repeatedly. It would be interesting if they'd be able to stop his dunks, whoever it is. That's why I was thinking it had to be somebody tall enough. And Durant has really picked up his yeah. game defensively the last couple seasons. Something I'd- that I, I love to, to watch is Durant versus Giannis. Yeah. It's very interesting watching them against each other because they kind of go at it and they both play pretty good defense, so. I know uh, maybe this was even some of Durant's motivation for wanting to leave Oklahoma City is he felt like he didn't really get a chance to showcase his defense. He said he was kind of insulted that people just assumed he was a bad defen- right. defender because he's a offensive player. And he said in Golden State he wanted to play like some small ball five and really prided himself on his D. And I think it showed he's a pretty solid defender. That's true. So he had, at least have the size for Giannis. Plus, I think he also wants to lead a team. I think going into Golden State, he thought maybe he could take that team and, well, and be and be the guy there. But I don't think you're ever going to well, dethrone Steph. And are we are we all disrespecting the King here? So I think so. I make it ta- my old. make my make it take a pick is Giannis. <laughs> okay. But if you're doing the alternating possessions, I do also like the Durant pick. But I'm going to try to do something different. A little mention of somebody other than. Than yeah, that. I feel like it's a sin to not mention LeBron in this conversation. I still wouldn't. I still wouldn't take LeBron. You know, I you know, still make alternating. it. Just thinking, make it, take it though. I think Curry would be interesting because he could just hit a shot over anybody. Yeah, I feel. I guess I just like. I think it'd be hard for him to hit a shot. I mean, Giannis plays good defense and he's long. I mean, oh, a seven footer trying to shoot over he's that. He's so fast though. Curry could would be interesting against other guards, but if you matched Curry up with anyone bigger, he would just. He would have trouble like yeah. shooting over yeah. Yeah. Durant or Giannis. Just, yeah. okay. So my alternating player would be Kawhi Leonard, a healthy oh, Kawhi a, Leonard. That's a good one too because he plays pr- pretty pretty phenomenal and defense. A, and he's a good shooter actually. He actually yeah. shoots pretty well from three. I just thought uh, Durant over LeBron maybe because at this stage maybe LeBron's just a little no. a step slower and Durant's a better shooter. No, I do like the Durant pick, but I did. Try to do something a little bit different with that one. Interesting question. If you're I wonder if it, I wonder if he's writing from Bethlehem, PA. That little Pennsylvania could, shout that out. That could be. Maybe. That all makes sense now. Maybe. Bethlehem, PA is actually the ninth most populous city in Pennsylvania. Really? Did you just know that off the top of your head? Sure did. Wow, that's amazing. Yeah. You are the sports almanac. I'm useless social studies facts. Oh. Andy loves U.S. geography. Oh. Oh, hey Alexa. <laughs> so those are those are the mailbag questions, boys. Let's go and look at some news. What happened this weekend? So it looks like Kyler Murray won the Heisman. How do it you makes- guys feel? Do you feel like he was the right pick? The more mm-hmm. I thought about it. I I didn't really look into it too much beforehand. I thought Tua was the go to go ahead winner, but um, more I looked at it, I, I think yeah. The thing is, they all were pretty similar except right. for that Murray scrambles because Tua and Haskins are more just pocket yeah. passers, and Murray. And it does seem like Heisman awards favor scrambling quarterbacks usually. Jameis Winston won it without being too much of a scrambler, but like Lamar Jackson's won it recently, uh, Baker Mayfield, Johnny Manziel, mm-hmm. like all the quarterbacks who scramble and put up, you know, 800 yards rushing and 10 touchdowns. It's like you, you're in, you're the Heisman winner. 
So I think this looks good for Lincoln Riley, right? Back-to-back Heisman Trophy winners. So that's what worries me a little bit. I, As I said, I would like the Packers to bring him in. Not that I think this winning the Heisman shouldn't change anything. Right. It's not like he did coaching to win the Heisman, but I think it, the media attention it gets to say, hey, Lincoln Riley produced back-to-back Heisman quarterbacks is going to make his name just mentioned more and yeah, I think create some buzz. It's got to be something. I mean, I... I you think you got to give some credit to Kyler to preparing and be ready to follow Baker Mayfield. Yeah. But it has to be, I mean, it has to be said that it's got to be coaching related, whether you or having your staff getting the guy prepared that he can go, you can go right from like a all American talent, like Baker Mayfield, Heisman Trophy winner. Yeah. Baker Mayfield and step right in with another guy and, and do almost a repeat yeah, performance. That's pretty amazing. Because everybody thought, you know, is Oklahoma going to be able to, to sustain that offensive, you know, juggernaut they've been to get back to the playoff. And, yeah, they made the playoff again with another Heisman quarterback. So good on Oklahoma's part. But not without controversy. <sighs> As it always is. Twitter. How does this keep happening? It's because I think we don't realize as much because we're all getting older that Twitter has been around Basically, we've been adults the whole time Twitter's been around. Right. For some of these guys that are college kids, he was in like, you know, yeah. late middle school, starting high school yeah. when yeah, Twitter was started. True. We were just getting excited with having phones that had snake on it and could send text <laughs> yeah. messages oh, before yeah. we got the bill with that 10 cents a message that parents would get so angry. <laughs> I'll admit, yeah. we, so all angry. Had, we all had pagers <laughs> in <laughs> high school, in grade school probably. That's, and it wasn't for illicit activity. Uh, Snake as the best game on your phone (laughs) and 10 cent text messages sounds like the dark age. (laughs) Right. Light up face plates and colorful antennas. I remember one time I did say. Nokia 5160. I am not texting. At one point I said that. This this is ridiculous. I am not doing this. Yeah. I even. (laughs) Now most people just text because they don't want to. text me like, oh, I'm going to spend 10 cents I remember that that too. And uh, I would sometimes, someone would text me about like, what do you want to do tonight or want to hang out? And I would call 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 them back. back. I'd call them back. I'm not wasting money. I'm not spending money texting you back. But didn't you get get dinged even when people sent it to you? Yeah. Yeah, Some some plans, people would mess with you. I remember those stories. Just send you like just a period over and over again, or like just one one character and just yeah. ha ha ha. Here I remember, we go again. I remember playing a prank on somebody because so you could go to whatever your carrier's site was and you could send it via the their web page. So you could no. just be a no. I just send that's what she said. Gifts to everything. <laughs> yeah, now we're a completely different world. Right. But do you think that? I mean, I hope we. I have two kids. I'm hoping to teach them some responsibility that the social media aspect like that lives on yeah whether you you want it to or not ways to scrub these things i know well you keep seeing kevin hart just had it happen our own josh Hader had it happen this stuff just resurfaces because once you put it out there it's there forever so i kind of feel for him i mean he was like 14 15 years old if i had twitter at 14 i would i would be incredibly embarrassed i would be embarrassed by some of the stuff i posted i'm embarrassed in some things i've posted yesterday yeah i'm embarrassed by most of the things i say on this podcast for example jordy nelson retiring oh yeah <laughs> let's not mention that yeah Whoops. just pretend that Every, a lot of people rode rode oh, that yeah that was wave. that was a hot take of the day and then that quickly hot take Whoops. last laugh with jordy what else in news mike well we got to talk about we had the wisconsin bowl for basketball college basketball wisconsin and marquette big game every year Yes. I'm always excited about it. 
I went to Wisconsin. My dad went to Marquette. Did you guys watch it together? He did. We did. Oh, no. My he dad, did rivalry go? in the house. My dad was a student at Marquette in 1977 when they won the national championship. Young man. Al McGuire? Yeah. So he was, he, was, he was at a lot of games that season. He's always been Marquette basketball fan. So we usually, we, normally we bet stuff on this. We couldn't agree on a good Has thing. Has he gone to the Pfizer Forum to watch him play yet? He has not. We're actually just talking about getting tickets maybe right, to a Marquette right. game instead of the Bucks, a maybe cheaper game, and to That's spend fair. a lot of time also walking around and looking at stuff and maybe not if feel this, bad if we miss if, some yeah, parts of the game. Yeah. If the schedule's aligned and you don't mind somebody taking along, Pete and I would be in. Yeah, you guys could take my dad while I <laughs> have a nice reason. Oh, yeah. Uh, You'll we'll, have a date night we'll, with Luna? Well, yeah, Luna would love... Uh, just a night in. If I just, we'll take your dad. You guys take my dad. Oh yeah, we'll just switch off. How about we just tell dad. our dads to take? Oh yeah, how about our dads <laughs> just, just dad's go night. together? Yeah, let's, let's <laughs> pick our dads. We'll tell them one night that we'll meet you guys there. And oh, we'll Christmas idea. We just all give them tick, uh, one ticket, and they just happen to be sitting next to each other. Perfect. Oh, <laughs> then they'll have if to get have, to know each other. If you have a dad who's retired and bored, <laughs> we're starting a club for him. Call five 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 five. But the thing I got to talk about from this game is <laughs> sorry the we main, derailed that. The main talking point. So Marquette won <laughs> the game in overtime. Oh, it was it was a hard it's a good game. game. It's a good game. Uh, it was Ethan Happ versus Marcus Howard show. Both those guys Impressive. are legit Impressive. top I, top players. I really in the like country. to see this performance from Ethan Happ in his senior year. I, I like to see him. Yeah, he had performing a, at, at a, the top of his game a right great now. Great game. Marcus Howard actually didn't play that well. I think he took twenty. Nine shots, something like that, to get to score twenty. He missed a lot of shots. He was like seven of twenty-nine or something terrible from the field. Wow. But he was good at the free throw line, and he made up for it there. But it was they were really carrying their teams offensively. Game goes to overtime. In overtime, Marquette has a two-point lead, and the new Grayson Allen of college <laughs> basketball, Brad Davison, runs by. Is he a freshman? He is a sophomore. Was he, he retro freshman or is he is he a played true last sophomore? year? He played last year and was pretty good. Okay. And he starts now. He had no points this game. He was 0 of 3, all three pointers, all misses. And he went to the line three times, all misses. So he had no <laughs> points. It's over. So when you're having a game like that, you got to make up for it somehow. You got to do a groin shot to Marquette's freshman, Joey Hauser, who had been hitting threes from the corner. So he he's trying to run around a screen right in that same spot. And he just groin punches Joey Hauser. Gets called for a flagrant foul. It wasn't a punch. Pete disagrees. You don't think it, it was, was a not punch. a low blow? It was not a low blow. It was a low blow. But I mean, he's coming through the pick. He the guy so, moved and strategically put his legs where his arm was gonna go when you're running. He so of course you run with fists. Uh, Mike runs with his hands out. I do. I run. I run like T one thousand with my with my hands with my hands straight. Pete, out. Pete runs. I like run he's with air uh, punching. Yeah, like predator. Like, like Rocky. Yeah. yeah. No, I'm punching and if, everything. If, and if Joey Hauser throws his groin in the way, yeah, that's just get, that's collateral. Get, get away from your fist. Collateral your, damage. Then, your huh? giblets hit my fist. It's not my fault. Well, I will say Brad Davison is already. Most people don't like him. If you are not a Badgers fan, as a Badgers fan, don't you fan, want that guy on your team? That's what they say. 
when he starts doing stuff like this, you don't. Because he's a guy who... I guess. If it's late in games, I guess so. But He draws a lot of charges, and everybody says he dives about five times a game and hopes to get calls. That's that's how you do it, though. That's why a lot of people don't like him. And he just gets the the scrappy, hardworking player reputation. Fan favorite. But I think it was a pretty... A pretty solid groin shot. I don't know the player, the the guy who got it. He didn't really seem affected by. I think it. he had right. a. Yeah, I think he had a quality cup on. He is a freshman, though. I mean, yeah, was, yeah, he's a freshman. He didn't know. He's got a lot of years ahead of him. I mean, I've I've done. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't gonna say it. He's gonna grow up. We're gonna go there. We might have to get explicit on this. Now. Oh, I think we're right. Oh yeah. Okay. Anyway, <laughs> I'm just saying ter- it's so, a bad move. All right. So I didn't see it. I watched the beginning of the game, and then we had an engagement party for my um, sister-in-law. So I didn't get to see this aspect of the game. So I watched it, the replay. At first, I didn't know <laughs> what I was looking for. So I, it wasn't that obvious. But then when we slowed it down, and I actually saw it. I'm kind of in between. I, I kind of agree with the Pete. Like Joey didn't get affected by it at all, so it couldn't have been too much of a good punch. He didn't hey, do a classic WWE like get on one knee. Yeah, see, so you you watch too much wrestling. You I ex- do. I you expected, him, expected to like, like the <laughs> the guy to like yeah. yeah. You expected them like to really stars sell it. and birds around his head. Yeah. First of all, yeah, I think no, Joey had was coming well. to him for that moving screen. I don't know how that wasn't called. He was moving sideways before he was even coming across. Well, it's classic it's, moving it's screen. It's because it's just the rule of. Uh, Grind punches trump moving screens every time. So I think it should be like NFL, the offset. You think maybe, yeah. Uh, <laughs> was that a natural running motion though with this fist like that? I thought, yeah, that's I how I to, run. I used to do that move in Street Fighter all the time the, the uppercut punch from, yeah, yeah. yeah I've done worse things. Oh, you than, can, he can't help it that Joey Hauser's family jewel region is, that is Giles move? that's uh Ryu and Ryu? Ken. Yeah, Guile doesn't Guile do that move? Oh, we'd have to look into this. I was going to say, I was gonna say, I've done lesser damage know, to Dal Sims' head Gile. than he did to Joey Hauser's groin, is all I'm saying. No, I'm thinking, you thinking of E-Honda? <laughs> oh, just, just mash just karate chop. Just mash chop. karate chop. Yeah. You just sit in the corner and just mash karate yeah. chop everything. It's unstoppable. Yeah. It's unstoppable. Like Blanca, you just be electric. <laughs> electric all the time. Chun-Li, the kicks, it's all yeah. unstoppable. Oh, no, yeah. You just do their special move. <laughs> right in with your most unstoppable Street Fighter move from... 20 years ago. Half <laughs> the audience would be like, what? Yeah. This is, what are we doing? All right. Well, I'm just okay. saying. But seriously. Back to sports. I'm just saying I'm a little disappointed with Brad Davis. You know, I, don't think, I don't think it's Brad's fault that Joey Hauser's family jewel region is at the height as he's going around that screen. He can't help it that Joey Hauser's like I mean, twice he, as tall as he is. He probably was mad. He probably gave him a little, little poke, but. I threw the hip out in the moving screen. You're coming around that pick. What are you supposed to do? Some of the reason I was so upset, too, was it was a two-point game in overtime, and he does that. And they got two free throws, which both were made, and the ball back, but they missed a shot getting the ball back, but still gave him two points. I don't know. Honestly, I wonder how much that actually really – it probably happens way more frequently. I don't know. Yeah, it it used to happen really frequently last year when Grayson Allen was on Duke. It happened (laughs) three times a year. Oh, man, that guy. Or Draymond Green. That guy was pretty more extreme, though. Hey, Draymond Green like does a flat out like karate kick. Yeah, and he got suspended for the finals. I'm just saying, Brad Davidson, don't do that kind of stuff in close games. He's already if it was anyone else, they might give him the benefit of the doubt. Public but service announcement. Fair. Brad Davidson just seems like he's kind of becoming he's be an unlike, bit with that stuff. unlikable badger. Yeah. yeah. Well, we're bound to determine to have one of them. So let's turn over to less disappointing basketball. 
the Milwaukee Bucks. Well, first off, they made a a pretty big trade. Yeah, they got rid of uh, Mister Mister Mike's boy, John Henson, and my boy mm-hmm. Adeli. We yeah. love those guys so much. So, yeah, but my- yeah, they get George Hill, Jason Smith, and a three team deal with Cleveland and Washington. So Adeli and Henson are gone. Get rid of their contracts. Get rid of their contracts. Especially Henson's. Yeah. yeah. I'm, Seems like a pure money trade, of course. Yeah, because right, they can get out of Hill for one million dollar buyout next year. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah, Hill's at nineteen million right now, but that's not going to matter. Yeah, it's it's sure. all about saving money. But immediate immediate upgrade at the po- backup point guard probably. So. He's Bring a capable shooter. Right? He's got the the playoff experience, above average defender. So allows Brogdon Brogdon probably to stay at the shooting guard where he pr- excels at. I feel better than Ain't point guard. He was also with Coach Bud in San Antonio, so there's some familiarity there with some of the system probably stuff. And Yeah, and I was looking at uh, his three-point shooting, at least going back the last kind of three-plus years, the last three seasons, and then counting part of this season. He's shooting over 40% from three, but 41%. Yeah. And this these stats are from before the Toronto game, but Connaughton was shooting 30.1, and DiVincenzo's shooting 26.2. Yeah, DiVincenzo didn't play tonight. So, Connaughton only played five minutes, and he didn't shoot it. Oh, he shot a couple threes, but anyway. Yeah, one looked just brutal. So, if you are looking for a guy to come off the bench, and their their philosophy still is just you know shoot let it, him yeah. fly. So, mm-hmm. I mean, Hill seems like a just more consistent and better three point shooter than those guys. So that's a plus. The thing is, though, he's injured a lot. Yeah, he missed games like every year. The last few years, he's had but, a couple. He kind of takes the place of where Delhi was, and it's not like Delhi played much. Right. So you have guys that can step in if 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 needed. If yeah. Hill does get hurt, I, losing Henson really doesn't do much uh, to the team because he's no. been hurt. Uh, you can see Thon and maybe Wood play more, and the newly yeah, acquired do, Smith. But yeah. Do you think Smith will see much time? I'm not sure. I don't know much about him yeah, honestly, so I'd have to do more re- research, but. I think we can see Giannis more at the five, too, because of how his shooting has been kind of bad. So maybe just keep him down low inside. He's been rebounding like a stud, and and, uh, the points in the paint are just crazy for him. So why not just keep him in the five, down low, and see how it goes a couple times with with guys around him. Yeah, so I like the trade for the short term of just potentially using Hill if you need, if you want to add a little slight upgrade with shooting and for the future of we need we need money yeah we need some cap space and yeah Middleton Bledsoe Lopez and Brogdon are free agents in 2019 they yeah. should uh, have no problem retaining at least three or four of them yeah Brogdon's three res- out of the floor Brogdon sorry. is restricted uh, so we yeah. could at least match yeah they right. could they could feasibly keep all four but then be over the tax just a little bit yeah so that's what I kind of read up on that but there's also a possibility of them getting not going with any of those guys and getting like Durant, Kawhi, Butler, it gives you that flexibility now. So it's pretty interesting what they're doing. I also like it because I think it gives a little faith to my, to my guy, Christian Wood, maybe to get a little more playing time. I mean, he's blowing up the, the G League. Uh, yeah, I, he seems impressive. I like him too, and there's a great story of uh, from a few weeks back of Giannis went to go see him play in the G League. The Bucks had an off night, and Giannis took his whole family. He has family living in Milwaukee. Yeah. yeah, they made the trip to Oshkosh, and they said he was like really into the game. Like when Christian Wood would make a big play, that he was like into it and right. thinking, "Oh, Giannis, could we love him anymore?" And then he's doing this stuff, being the well, best teammate ever. Before the before the game against um, 
Golden State, they like, had an interview for ESPN where he talked about, could you play in L.A. or could you play in New York, Chicago? And he's like, no, could never do that. No, no, no. Yeah, let's let's hope he really does love it here and wants to stay. At least another contract because he's still so young. I mean, is he going to be twenty like six by the end of this contract? Yeah, you, sounds you could, about right. You could potentially just try to get him to do like even like a two year deal, and he'd hit free agency and still be out there for getting tons of money. That seems right. to be pretty common with some of these superstars signing for like one or two I years. I think he really yeah. appreciates the way the Midwest and like kind of the way that Wisconsin has opened their arms and yeah. walk especially. I think we've fallen in love with the guy. Yeah, Giannis, we'll love you like no one else. We got yeah. we got nothing else in the winter. So <laughs> I guess the only bad thing about this trade is they gave up another first round pick. Um, in a there's, second? Yeah, I think, I think so. 2021. Seconds? That sounds about right. So they, they still owe Phoenix another first round pick in 2020. So And actually, Dick, because of some rule, they can't actually give up any more first-round picks until like 2022 or 2020, 2021, when when Giannis is probably up for a supermax. So um, it kind of handcuffs you to only free agents surrounding, because um, now you're counting on you have no first-rounders. So it's I'm not positive, I but I think the Nets ruined that when they traded like five first-round picks yeah, to the that Celtics sounds about right. for Pierce yeah. and Garnett. I think the league then made a change so you can't do that some, anymore. Some rule in place where you where you can't do it like it was, consecutive so many years Yeah, because it was like, oh, right. hey, uh, you just gave the Celtics uh, so many picks. You're doomed to be bad, and they're assured to be good. Right. So yeah, 20, uh, yeah, first we can't trade a first-round pick until 2022 or 2023 now. What if we get another first-round in return? I think we can get him in return, but we can't. We I don't. Even, we I don't trade, think it matters. So could we get a trade? Could we get a first round in a return and then trade that first round? No, away? we can't. So we're now, we, we're now we no longer allowed trade one to, until twenty twenty two or twenty three. I don't think it. I don't think it matters what we get. So hmm, interesting. So yeah, it's kind of interesting. So that's the only bad thing about the deal is we kind of stuck ourselves with getting getting now veterans to surround Giannis, I guess. Hey, corrections department, good luck sorting out if any of that's wrong. <laughs> right. Yeah, I don't know. I have it written down. I got it from our article. I, I, suppose, <laughs> I suppose if you, if you feel, if you're kind of like a DiVincenzo and if, if Connington's actually, I mean, a little bit younger of a player, but, and you're Brogdon. So I guess if you have your core is Giannis, Brogdon, Middleton's not overly old. Yeah, he's like you, 27. And if you're planning on keeping that core together for, so I mean, I guess that really kind of points to they're trying to get this core nucleus re-signed. And I will and just hope that that holds you over for the next, what, three years or so. I will say yeah. I was kind of in favor of just letting Bledsoe go before the season. He is really so. playing he well. He really fits the, the system well. I, I can't believe how well he's playing on defense. He, I, yeah. He puts in an effort. Like, he yeah, works no, so hard, he's getting steals. So it just I felt maybe like last year he just really didn't have a spot when in kids' I, offense and stuff. Just, so. If there was a more... And this is my opinion. If there's if there was not a more obvious example of Jason Kidd's coaching style and his effect on players is in prevalent in Eric Bledsoe's performance. I think Jason Kidd is he, he's a very smart player. Okay, okay, coach. But I think the I think Metric's kind of shown he isn't a, a great NBA coach. No. But I think what's happened is I think. He, Jason Kidd is such a great student of the game, per se, but great players and people who are smart basketball people aren't necessarily great coaches. They see the game in a completely different fashion. The game is super slow to them. They, I can, It's been written a bunch of times, but I can see how 
Bledsoe came in and Jason Kidd's like, I, I see it this way. Why can't you see it this way? Right. And you should play the way I want you to play. He wanted Bledsoe to fit his system. And you have Coach Bud who has a system where he gets the strengths of each of the players and, and molds a system around them to perform the best that they possibly well, can do. And it kind of taken, took the shackles off of Bledsoe. If you look at across all sports, there's not a lot of cases of great players making great coaches. Right. It's very rare. Like I heard stories that Ted Williams had like tried being a hitting coach and he just, yeah, he just he couldn't, couldn't do it. He couldn't understand why guys had trouble hitting like, Oh, that's a fastball. Right. Uh, right there. Things come so right. easy. Yeah. To them things that came too easy. He just couldn't it's hard. You fathom can't teach like, it. how could you swing and miss at a pitch right down the middle? It's, and like, yeah. it, it just be, yeah, he, he didn't see the game. Like Andy said, he didn't see the game the same way. Right. Uh, that's uh, why I see know, a lot of lower tier player. players be better coaches. Right? Yeah. It's, it's a, they sit the bench. They see the game better. Yeah. It's one of those things where it's like, do it this way can't explain why like why don't you do why can't you do it the way i'm telling you to do it just do it the way i'm telling you to do it and and not coaching them to either learn the game the way that it is or get them to buy into a system or not only looking past what his strengths was as a player and not seeing what blood sows is yeah yeah anyway they had two games this weekend right Two yes. big games. So Warriors. It was, a, it was a big test this weekend. Big test. They lost against the Warriors. Uh, that was a pretty tough game. Tough game shooting. Lost 105 to 95. They shot really bad, but they only lost by 10. First time they were held under 100 points. Um, yeah, just really horrible shooting. Really, The yeah. Warriors taught them how to shoot the three and play D. Warriors were knocking down threes. Bucks had the fewest made threes of the season. That was their worst. Yeah shooting night from three even, at least even though durant of, had a really bad night that's the thing it didn't matter i think that kind of made the game closer than it could have been as durant was so off he kept Probably, missing yeah. but the bucks just never could get over the hump it'd be like a, a 10 point game they'd get it down to two and then the warriors make a run or at one point they even came back and then took the lead by like one lead, yeah and then right away right Golden away. state had like a seven nothing run like they kept saying like oh the bucks have had to lead three times but for like 10 seconds yeah and the warriors always answered so that was a yeah. little frustrating but we ended up splitting with the warriors can't be can't too be too mad disappointed about that pretty interesting split as in uh we lost our home game they lost their home game yeah but yeah they came back on sunday and did and did the job yeah because if you look at the schedule pencil and what are some of the toughest games well at toronto's right up there yeah and they went in and got a nice win nice win tonight yeah it was a very nice win right. they won 104 to 99 uh Brogdon had some big threes down then in that end of that game. It got kind of close. Kawhi hit a three late, I think. But uh, they held on, and Giannis had a huge dunk with, like, I don't know, I think there was, like, 10 seconds left or something yeah, like that. So he had a huge dunk to get him up by three, and kind of kind of that was it. But, but yeah, that was a huge win. I, I just feel like it's kind of interesting how they had, they've had this month of back-and-forth win-loss, win-loss. And, right. Um, it's kind of been a bad month, but... They haven't lost two in a row. Yeah, they always bounce back. So other thing I, I want to mention is the fact that they kind of underscored their season average. What are they were at? What one hundred twenty-two? Yeah, I believe so. One hundred twenty-one-ish. And they were at that that team average or season average thus far is the highest in the NBA in thirty-five years. Wow, that, that's that's impressive. Incredible. I never would have guessed that. And I have to say, Brogdon is really turning into at least a very 
just quality NBA player. His shooting has been so good this year from three and with free throws. Yeah, free throws, like, he's above 90%, right? Yeah. 95 And, and three-pointers, he's well into the 40%. Yeah. And I love having a guy like that. I love the guy who can who's just a flat-out shooter. In this day and age in the NBA, you have to have someone like that on the roster. And Middleton's no slouch. Then he's just like a smooth player, too. Like, Brogdon is just a, has a smooth game to him. And it's, I think yeah. it's a really good compliment to a blood so... Who's more of a cut and dish, and more of the, the aggressive, penetrate, get get fouled or get to the rim, where Bloods like where Brogdon is more of the he can he can also slash if he needs to, but it's just it's more methodical and he's got a little bit it's more controlled. And if he's driving, he has a purpose. He mm-hmm. knows he doesn't pick up his dribble. He like Bledsoe will pick up his dribble and make a crazy pass, mm-hmm. find somebody. Right. But but yeah, uh, so Brogdon. Last five games is shooting 61.5% from three. Wow. And that's not with a small sample size. That's with taking six, five, four, six, five, like five taking this game, yeah. normal amount of threes. And on the year, he's shooting 47%. That's so nice. Nice work, Brogdon. Yeah, he's a he's a player that you just can't help but love. But, yeah, they were led by uh, led in rebounds, of course, by Lopez, right? Uh, <laughs> no. <laughs> Andy, do you like Lopez's uh, style of play in the paint? All right. So there was – I can't remember who he was going against. I don't even – it doesn't matter. But they – I think it was Lowry. What I thought was funny is he – Van Vliet. <laughs> is he did a dish. It was Van Vliet. I Van believe. Vliet, Okay. Yeah. So he did a dish to Middleton. And then – Middle, like he just stood there out at three point line, and Middleton's begging him to come do the pick and roll because he knows they're going to switch. Toronto is infamous for like doing their switching D. Yeah. So they get, so he gets the switch. So he gets the guard on him. Van Vliet's six foot. Yeah. So, so, <laughs> so it's even worse than I thought when we were originally talking about this yeah. when we saw it. We thought he might be a little taller. I was giving the benefit of the doubt of being like six five, six six guard in the NBA, but he's six foot. So that's even worse to this point. <laughs> and what and what is, what is Lopez six or seven one? Easily, he, yeah. he's officially listed at seven foot. Okay, well, I'll say he's seven foot seven one. I'll give him the benefit of the doubt. Seven foot. Yeah, so one, they get, one so, foot so they, taller. The, so they get the switch, and Middleton immediately gets him the ball, just just below the top of the key, and he's starting to back him down. Yes, you you should be backing down any point guard when you're seven foot to six. He can handle the ball, so you don't have to worry about getting stolen. They weren't going to double team him. They were literally letting him back down. And he does this like lazy turnaround fadeaway jumps. It was so a lazy very was beautiful. It was a very odd shot. Beautiful shot. Oh and it and it bricked. Brick city. <laughs> yeah. So in that part of it. Hey, wait, come all, on. All Giannis can, does this all the time. He does this all the time against when he's backing down, he'll do a stupid fadeaway too. Yeah, but but also I, I mean <laughs> all right, so maybe maybe I know, I understand. Maybe, okay. maybe thirty percent of the time he does the same I'm reaching. But I think seventy percent of the time he also he also dunks in people's faces. When was the last time you saw Lopez just dunk in somebody's yep. face. Maybe this upsets Andy because Lopez had one rebound today. And also that, too. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, that aspect well, of it. You know what? He was 5 for 8 from three-point land. I'll take it. I mean, I'll, yeah. So, it's, I mean, I'm not, I'm not arguing points. with him as a player. I like him as a player. <laughs> it's just I see stuff like that as a as a former big a guy big myself. Guy, yeah. And I have the inner, my former high school coach, I have the inner pettit in my head yelling at me, like, you are, insert expletive, tall, whatever, and you're going against an under six foot guy, like use the size to your advantage and just dominate it. For comparison's sake, I'm very short and Andy's pretty tall. You're about a foot taller than me. Right. Would you have confidence backing me down? Yes, all day. <laughs> you, you wouldn't. My defense wouldn't force you no. to put up a fadeaway no. jumper. Oh, I, was uh, hoping, I was hoping my D no. would be that good. But anyway, so like, yeah, that was, that was kind ground. of frustrating. I think, but again, I think it's because 
I'm he only has it. one rebound in this game. He doesn't get a lot of rebounds. I don't think he knows what to do if he's in the paint. And he just panicked <laughs> and like, how do I, I shoot? Know. How do I shoot a three from the paint? <laughs> right. And he just fade away jumper. I, well, there's been a couple games where he's driven driven to the hoop and he's had some pretty sweet moves. Yeah, though. he does. That's what I'm saying. He, he knows how to he move. He knows what he do. He, he knows how to move. Yeah. But why are you doing that? Those think, it's almost like he wanted to take a Euro step back to the three-point line to do a <laughs> turnaround, like fade away three-point shot. Yeah. I love Brick Lopez. It just wasn't. It was a really funny I love him too. It stood out. It was the epitome of some of the things I find humorous about his game sometimes. Well, the win vaults him back into second place. Uh, over this, they went over the Sixers now. So they got they got the Cavaliers tomorrow. So hopefully Hill can get get some playing time. Yeah, Cavs, yeah. Cavs, Pacers, Cavs. I believe is the that's, next. That's a stretch. weird. That's a weird stretch. That is. Yeah, it's almost like a back to back. They've got a stretch here too with more uh, road games than home games. To, uh, is the Cavaliers yeah. both away or is one of them a home? One's game? home. home the first, yeah. this one's home. The first one, the second one. But yeah, away. the road games will start coming coming up pretty quick here. I believe. Yeah, they've been at home a lot. So they we'll have, see. They I'm going to look forward to that Pacers game. They have a stretch after they play Cleveland at home where they play six out of seven on the road. So that'll be the real test of, of where they're at now. So let's move on to some NFL talk. Packers. Packers. Big, yeah, baby. Get, big win today. Woo-hoo-hoo. Yes. The great Joe Philbin. Did the Packers' offense seem different today? I don't I, think I noticed too much. Not too much. I Early on, they had a lot of quicker passes. Yeah, I'm maybe wondering. Maybe like that first 15 scripted. That's what I was wondering, if the scripted plays were different, as you had pointed this out too, Pete, of uh, looking at like the slants, the three-step drop and slants. Yeah. Like doing those in quick succession, like that's not something we do a ton. Rodgers usually at some point needs to run around. He just, yeah, he has to get that it was kind of odd. System. Yeah, that was that was kind of nice to see. Yeah, I like that kind of offense. It was interesting so. to me too how they had Williams in most of the first half, and then they kind of pounded with Jones in the second half. I don't think that's right. something that McCarthy wouldn't have done. Um, but Atlanta's bad. Yeah, and I mean they're bad. They're they were they're, only they only had one win on the road coming into this game. They were one and four. Now they're one and five. So they're, I'm a little bit torn. I mean. I think the season's somewhat lost, right? Yeah. I don't think there's really a big. I'm not overly optimistic as some Packer fans that we're even going to try to pull out this miracle it's approach to the playoffs. So if we're not going to make the playoffs, I'm a little bit like, I want a top ten draft pick. I do too. My nightmare is that we go four and zero and but, hire Joe Philbin as head coach. Uh, I don't. I don't see Philbin being I, the next coach. But, I hope not. But <laughs> if you are going to win, I do like this performance of a win. At, at one point, when you're up, what was well, it? Thirty-four to seven. You you guys don't want a coach that uses up two uh, challenges when the, when the first the opening drive. Yeah. How'd you like that? That was beautiful. So How'd I do have like to that? say though, I was cracking. The up. first one, they were close. I can't believe the first one was a catch. <laughs> yeah, that was pretty. The, I didn't understand that one. one. Right. Yeah, the second one was really close. The though. second one was really close, and he did just drag his toe. But that first one, I mean, Julio I had the ball start to get ripped out. Was a catch. He grabbed it again as he went to kind of pinned it a little it, bit, but it wasn't like a catch. It almost seems like the NFL. Before when so everyone confused. said, we don't know what a catch is. It's like they've gone too far <laughs> the other way of like, everything's a catch. Ball hits you in the helmet. We'll yeah. give it to you. First down. 
This is something that I think we're going to talk about in the future of, of what rules we want to get rid of. Right. Yeah, that's, need to have that, that is something that's I definitely want to talk about. something we're going to talk about in the future for Can sure. Can I limit it to only the, the top 30 I think need to be changed? <laughs> is that too this many? is where I got to say when the XFL comes around, they promised that they'll listen to the people. So oh, man, that could be dangerous, like, though. Look out, NFL. They, got, they named their teams now. So You also got the Freedom Football League. Scott Tolzien's in that. You oh, got the yeah. XFL. There's there competition. Go. Oh, There's man. NFL. Yeah, NFL's going down. I'm sure, that, I'm sure that quality of football is going to be fantastic. I, you never know. Maybe, I did but, think uh, the defense played well. Yeah, the defense game. played really good. They considering, gave up 13 points until garbage time, I believe. And considering seven all the... Point, yeah, they had, they had... It was, what is it, 34 to 7 up until they gave up the 13 points in the fourth quarter. And that's with... It's garbage time. A lot of injuries on the defensive side of the ball. They are not playing with, you know, a full deck there. But one guy you can you can kind of maybe think about getting a contract is Breland. He had a pretty nice interception. I mean, I yeah. haven't seen an interception like that in Green Bay... In a long time, I can't. Since, I can't remember. Since we had like Tremont and Shields and yeah, Woodson. Right. I mean, Collins. he jumped that route perfectly. Yeah. It was beautiful. Was good. good hands too. So though. he also recovered the fumble in the second half. But I, yeah, I just feel like he he might have earned a contract. So what I, another thing I thought was interesting, and and some of it will be like the actual offense coming together. But Aaron looked like he was having fun again. Yeah, now, he was smiling on the sideline. Smiling. A lot of people came up to Philbin and kind of gave him a hug, gave him a high five after the game and Rodgers you saw a smile on his face too so I mean I, I, you has to be tough on the guy too because I mean he's really good friends with Mike and, oh, yeah. and allowed him to come in the locker room the last couple of times leading up to the week and, and let him address the players right that. um he took out that full page ad going into Sunday yeah, thanking the fans I even heard rumors that he's potentially taking a, a season off to allow his family to kind of finish up some loose ends in Green Bay and kind of stick around a little bit before. So we'll see what that happens in the offseason. Yeah, if if anybody has anything bad to say about McCarthy or even we have, it's just been about the Packers' right. performance. He's a class act off yeah, of yeah. and everything else. That's There's, something that'll be missed because yeah. I don't think you'll find a, a guy better in the NFL than him. He did things the right way. That. Yeah, there was, there was never any sort of controversy or anything around the Packers, the whole McCarthy era. Mm-hmm. There was never a time where we were Kept everything in-house. Him. Yeah. Yeah, it was it was right. that's why he he almost got just the football, you end. know, got, the got label stale. of being boring because he would just <laughs> talk in cliches at press conferences because he tried to do everything behind closed doors. He yeah, didn't right. want to air any dirty laundry to right. reporters like us. <laughs> but what I did, so I mean, look, he was having fun. I, I, the offense looked pretty good. I liked how there was a lot more quick passes. He was quick to dump off to open. I was I couldn't, especially in the second half. There's there's a couple times we actually made the dump offs to Aaron Jones, and I was like applauding, like finally. How many games leading up to this where we were saying he's wide open? I don't know why you're trying yeah. to prolong a play. Get the yards. You got the first down a couple of times. What I thought was somewhat interesting, though, is they look at having success, but he threw the ball 32 times, completed 21, but still threw for under 200 yards. Yeah, it was not a great game in terms of uh, efficiency. It was but he does yardage. So he does, but he does set, so he throws two touchdowns, but he does um, pass Brady. Yeah, for take most. that, Tommy. So at the time in the – I don't Pretty remember. Pretty lucky, though. He had one guy yeah. <laughs> he, he right set, in the bread basket. He did set the record already before that happened. Oh, but was it? Yeah. Oh, I don't remember that. Yeah, so okay. he, th- he threw for 359 consecutive passes without interception. I'm not sure what the actual number. I didn't follow up with that at the end of the game, so we well, can maybe check that for thing you. Is, but he did set the record for most consecutive passes, and he keeps it intact going into next week. Any any uh, record, you're going to need a little bit of luck on this right. one. Oh, I'm sure yeah. has He's had a couple. A couple like that off the guy's hands, yeah. I'm sure Brady during his streak had one or two of those of, oh, glad that the guy isn't 
Breland picking it out of the air. So I don't know if it was just by design with some of the offensive stuff or because they were up by so much in the second half. They more did the short stuff, and, and it was more of the Aaron Jones show, which was kind of nice to see. Still under 100 yards rushing, but. Yeah, and he's not getting a ton of carries still. He's usually in that, like, you know, 14 to 17 carry range. Yeah, so. pretty sure he hasn't been over 20 carries in his career yet. Yeah, keeping him fresh. Keeping him fresh. When it matters next year. So, I mean, he did over 100 total yards, but if you add in the receiving yards that he got, Devontae had a good day. It was nice to see Cobb get in the end zone. Yeah. Actually sweet, suit up and sweet play. Catch. Yeah. Sweet catch him. Yeah, it's yeah. it's good to have Cobb back. I mean, the rookies, it's it's nice they're getting reps, but I still don't trust them completely. They're so up and down. So. Yeah, Jackson had a pretty bad day. I was even disappointed in Jimmy Graham. Like, he had a couple – he dropped a lot of passes, it seemed, and, and yeah. some of the – I think it was back-to-back play. Well, maybe it wasn't back, quite back-to-back plays, but it was in consecutive plays where the pass, like Rodgers had a really great pass just over the fingertips of the defender and hit Jimmy Graham in the hands and he couldn't pull it down. And then a similar type of throw that Cobb pulled in for the touchdown was almost identical type of throw just over the fingertips and Cobb can bring it in. I'm just <laughs> – is it, I don't know if it's Jimmy Graham's well, hands aren't quite as good as that, or he's not doesn't have with, a good rapport yet with with, with Aaron. the injury. But last week he had like eight catches, and then this week, yeah, he he was targeted five times. He only caught two of them, and yeah, one or two of those were dr- just drops Blatant or at drops. least catchable balls. So I don't know. I don't know if he's back next year, based on what we've seen. He might. He might. We'll uh, see. I mean, give a cut. Cut. Yeah, we'll see how much they want to sh- really shake things up, but. Or give him another year with Rodgers in the offseason. I don't know. Big game coming next week at Chicago. I don't care how much I'm cheering for the Packers to tank. I'm not cheering for them to lose to the Bears. That's Bears, for sure. Bears are up 15-6 right now. They yeah. have safety in this game. Yeah. It's typical. This is a typical Bears game. Yeah. Yeah, we are recording this six. <laughs> in the third quarter right. of Sunday yeah, Night Football. third quarter, yeah. But, yeah, we'll see. I don't know. It'll be uh, – Interesting, for sure. See if the defense can kind of keep keep the ball rolling from what they did today. And just one more quick update. Goff and Trubisky each have three interceptions. So beautiful. Defensive. There you go. Beautiful. Juggernaut. What's our uh, Heinz watch at? I believe Ooh, Mahomes, yeah. Mahomes had two only. Two right? today. That's Ooh. that's tough. He's got to have another sixer then, right? That, that Ravens defense did a decent job considering how explosive the Chiefs are. But yeah, this this it's might put it out of reach. It's going to be tough for them, especially with um, a couple couple bigger teams lost. They're a couple games ahead now, right? So uh, that he might pa- not play. We Patriots week, lost the last week. Steelers lost. So that Patriots lost in epic fashion. Very funny. The the miracle lateral play that almost never works <laughs> finally worked. <laughs> what was great is uh one of the big reasons why was the fake lateral. So many guys right. bid on one of the fakes that that's really what sprung the play to the end zone and funny win because it's the Patriots. I'm not right. gonna, I'm not going to feel bad for them. No, not at all. So moving on to before we let you guys go and wrap it up, we wanted to update you guys on our fantasy football results for the the QTR weekly fantasy challenge. So this year was we all had to carry a this week. Good call. Good, good Thanks for correction. correcting me now so we don't have to deal with it next yeah, week. Yeah, I don't want to correct you next <laughs> right. week. So <laughs> this week's challenge. This week's challenge. This week's challenge is you need to have somebody from the U, a Miami player. Yeah, and how did our Miami guys do? 
So well, I had Lamar Miller. I picked first. He had a, a touch. He had a touchdown. Touchdown thirteen point seven zero. That's pretty. Was a, was a little, little shaky going into the first after yeah. coming out of the first half. Yeah. I was like, ooh, it's kind of worried there. I waited till my last pick. There's not much left. I took Njoku. He had five points. And just nothing special. A few catches for thirty yards. So, David Johnson so had I mean, to have something though. So I'm I mean, sure. not David Johnson. Duke Johnson. <laughs> so, I mean, Johnson. so I picked Sorry. Duke Johnson. So I only got five points out of my guy. I must have been the worst. <laughs> you guys no, oh, no, the no, 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 no. What? Oh no, 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 no. You guys took the Browns as Super Bowl. So, so I, I took Duke Johnson. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. At the very least, I was like, oh, going into it, I'm like, well, at least he has zero. Like I can handle zero. Yeah, no, zero. he finishes the day with less fantasy points than Bears offensive linemen. So well, scored a touchdown tonight. Nice on a pass from Trubisky. Uh, awesome. Uh, Joe Staley from the 49ers, off, also an offensive lineman, oh. caught a deflected pass from, oh, what's that guy's, Mullins? Oh, yeah, Nick oh, Mullins. Yeah, Nick Mullins. So he, he got that. So he also had more fantasy points than my guy, Duke Johnson, negative oh. 0.6. Too bad Staley didn't go to the U. You could have had him instead. I know, right? And it would have been an upgrade. <laughs> he probably would have been a receiver, and I wouldn't have wanted but him anyway. you still beat me. You finished in second. Yeah, it was neck and neck with Pete and I for a while until he pulled away late late in the second half of those first. Yeah, those, Pete, first those Chiefs had a lot of points at the end of the game there. Also, yeah. Julio had a nice Julio game for Pete. Julio had two touchdowns. Andy owes me a water. I do. Nice Fiji water. Uh, I I just have been oh, bet. I can't wait I can't I win stop. this fantasy challenge. You guys, you guys have to take me to Ward's House of Prime. <laughs> I just can't stop picking the Saints. Now we're going to White Castle. <laughs> I like that. We've upgraded now from dollar menu McDonald's to getting, White Castle. Then you're getting the pig water. <laughs> <laughs> hey, pig waters. They're not delicious. bad. Just like White Castle's, not Shop terrible. the pig. Just don't be around me the day after. <laughs> well, yeah. So what's what's our points? So, so what are we at? So Andy's in first with 14 points. Pete, you move into second with 12. Right. And I am in last with 10. And there's still... How many weeks in the regular season now? Are we down to four? So next week will be week three 15. Three weeks, sorry. Three weeks left. Three weeks and then, and then three weeks of playoffs. Three weeks of playoffs. So there's six weeks left. Quite a bit of time weeks. yet. I'm going to make my Still big, anybody's game. Big comeback. It's going to be awesome when we tie. Yeah, I can't wait for that. The tiebreaker is total fantasy points scored. All right. So And these these go by a pretty fractional. Yes, it would be a they, miracle of something. They go two, two decimal places. Yeah, so. So <laughs> That'd be amazing. Every single yard, it looks like. Have we picked the wrinkle coming up for week 15? Uh, there's, you got a teaser? There's a couple ideas floated around. Um, it's I, up to you. You, you're, This is your your baby. I think it'll be revealed on Wednesday what the wrinkle is. No teaser? You're not going to let us or study is, up? I, or? or is wrinkle well, one of the teasers? <laughs> Ooh. I don't know. <laughs> like <laughs> <No>. old wrinkly <laughs> running backs? Or what are you going with that? Well, well, that was... So there's... There's a couple categories. Look at me go. There had to be old running backs. Frank Gore, baby. (laughs) So, yes, these all have to have some sort of name, but some of the ones that have been considered are, one of them is called Like a Fine Wine, (laughs) and that is running backs (laughs) over 30 years old. If we do do that, though, I do have a question, because there's there's not as, there's quite a few over 30 running backs, but Mm -hmm. I don't know if they'll all be in the first round of games. Yes, yeah, so some of it I based it on who was playing at noon. We could always do a different slate of games. Uh, or we could just say if you want to draft a running back, that's if, if one of your over 30 is in a 3 o'clock game, maybe we could yeah. okay it. We'll have to see what happens. I mean, so far, I, I don't know. Maybe we can... We can, or hey, or maybe, that's, or maybe that's the draft strategy. <laughs> like yeah. Pete mentioned, you hunted out hey. and got the best 
the best option right away. That was a good choice. Because we've stuck to uh, just noon games recently to limit the pool and also just make it so the results are in as soon as possible. Right. Yeah, no, I get I it. it makes that fun. It's fine. I but like that, it. But that's one that's floated out there. I guess I'll give it to you. Another one that's being considered is called Brotherly Love. Ooh. You, it's a player who has to have ha- he has to have had a brother also play in the NFL, currently or in the past. Oh, no. So some guys that fit that, though, are obviously Eli Manning. Oh, Derek, geez. Derek Carr. But oh, yeah, Derek. Kelsey. There's the Kelsey brothers. Right, yeah. We did the, we did the rundown. There was actually quite a few more yeah. than you think it was. Gronk. McCown. <laughs> which which quarterback do you want? McCown, Manning, or Carr? <laughs> Aaron. <laughs> Aaron Rodgers. His brother did not play in the NFL. In a, he didn't? I thought have, he was with the Giants. You have to... So... Before the, somebody else. Does he actually have to play it down? You have actually have to have been on a roster for the regular season or played it uh, down. Aaron's brother made I like a, a, a practice squad or something in okay. training camp. or no, Didn't even make a practice could still practice draft squad. him anyways. <laughs> Pete will just take him and yeah. ignore the rules. <laughs> well, I could still draft Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. I mean, he wouldn't fill you. It's only brother. one player that we need to have yes. in this case. So we'll see. I'll, I'm thinking so great job, guys. Them. You suck at fantasy. I'm the best ever. But yet I'm still in first, Pete. Whatever. I'm not good at math. I'm, I'm mailing this in for the rest of the year. Oh, man. My I'm, name is Pete, and I do drawings. Man, now I'm, like, looking through, like, the brothers of NFL. i have to figure out this one. Yeah, oh, you can look through that while we end this show. Oh, yeah, that's right. we got to end this. we got to let you guys go. <laughs> it's getting kind oh, of man. here, buddy. All right, so we're good to go. Good to, good to let the friendly fans of the QTR podcast go the on their merry way. The final curtain. <laughs> the end is here. All right. Keep the feedback up and the questions and comments, all of it, much appreciated. We love the contribution and the social aspect of this. I'd like to make you guys a part of it. So keep those comments and stuff coming to our mailbag, questionabletoreturn.com slash mailbag. Use the help, helpful links on the website if you can't figure that out. Also, social media, facebook.com slash questionabletoreturn. You can always reach out to us there. We're happy to interact with you guys. Twitter at Q2Return. Follow us, like us, appreciate it. And personally, you can uh, find me at Andy, the number nine, M-A-N. You can find me at Mike R. Daly. You can find me, Pete, at at P. Cozy Jr. All right. But keep up the five-star reviews. Share it with a friend, family member. We do appreciate it. And with that, we will see you next time. Goodbye, everybody. I did it my way. You guys suck at fantasy. Still in first.